On Only. Carry On Only, dedicated to inspiring your next global adventure. And now, here's your host and personal guide, award-winning photographer, creative director, and travel expert, taking you around the world in style, Jill Pater. I'm your host, Kevin, with my colleague, Sam. Sam, how's it going today? Uh, you know, it is, it's a great day to have a great day. Awesome, awesome. Uh, we are here for our podcast, Travel in Style, brought to you by CalPAC. We are here, as always, with our travel uh, expert, Jill Pater. How's it going, Jill? It's going well, thanks. Awesome. Today, you will be taking us to the north coast of the Dominican Republic. Excited. Excited for I'm that. A, I'm very excited, too. <laughs> Sam, you're excited for all the places. I will. It's because I have never been to anything. <laughs> I've never gone anywhere. Right. Awesome. Okay, Jill. So... Why the Dominican Republic? Well, first, I have a, a disclaimer. My sister lives there. So oh, well, there that's, you go. That's, that's as good of reason. What are the reason why? <laughs> yeah. Can't get a better reason than that. But um, I was introduced to the DR. I was there for a family wedding uh, probably five years ago. And my sister uh, decided to stay on and eventually live there. She moved from Los Angeles to Cabarete, wow. which is Wait, on Wait, from that wedding? Yes. She was like, oh, Yes. Okay, so <laughs> she stayed. Stay now. Right. She stayed. She stayed a little longer and decided to travel. The wedding was in Punta Cana, which is which is south, and sure. so she t- decided to travel to the north coast. And she she just decided to live there. That's crazy. Yeah. What she she came back. Yeah, she's, she's a writer. Oh wow, she's a writer. Incredible. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I'm a little jealous. Yeah. yeah. So that's what you went. You went for a wedding. First, I went for a wedding then... first, uh, which was in Punta Cana, and then uh, I've been back multiple times to visit her sure. in Cabarete, which is on the north coast. Do you have a, a favorite city or part of the Dominican? That is my by far my favorite. Is, yeah. The north coast is gorgeous. It's um, it's actually my favorite part of the Caribbean in general. There's something about the DR. It's very friendly, and it's very. You know, there's not this distance between expats and locals, sure. between tourists and locals. Like people in are are much more integrated than other parts of the Caribbean, and that's something that I love about it. I think that's great to know because for me, having never been to the Caribbean, when I think of the Caribbean, all I think of is you know it's beautiful water, but there's all these little islands and places to go. So knowing that the Dominican is, you know, top on your list is uh, good to know. Making it easy for you, Kevin. Right, right. Enticing. <laughs> Right. So, um, how long were? How long do you recommend staying there? Since you've gone back so many times, um, how do you? How long do you recommend? I would say at least. You know, it's one of those places. So, Cabarete is a. It's the kiteboarding and windsurfing capital of the world. So they get a lot of expats from all over the world going to do that. But it's also just you know in its own right one of the most beautiful beaches. And it, it's weird. It's normally I'm not like a long term beach person. If I go on a beach holiday, it's like three or four days tops. But there's something different different about the north coast of the DR. Like once you get there, it kind of sucks you in. So I would say, you know, minimum, minimum a week, but ideally 10 days to two weeks. And if you can, if you can stay longer, if you have a flexible job where you can work from there, then I would just, I I would go all in at a month. Yeah. Is it, is it the beaches or like what in particular, you know, keeps you want, like what is, what is sucking you in? It's the beaches. It's the rum. It's the late night (laughs) karaoke. It's a good place to have fun. It is. You meet a lot of people. There are a lot of expats that live there, um, a lot of people traveling in and out of there. And it's it's a place where people go back to. So you kind of go back and, you know, you, you see familiar faces. So it's, and it people sounds are very like you friendly. would go back regardless of your sister living there. I She definitely... Um, she She's definitely a big impetus. But yeah, I, w- I right. would definitely go back there. 
That's great. And it's a it's a relatively easy place to travel to. So from from the West Coast, you fly to usually to New York, and then it's a direct flight from New York. There's direct flights from Toronto, from Montreal, um, and it's only three and a half hours. Is that down. Uh, cost of, most cost effective to kind of fly that way? Typically, flights from the West Coast, it's typically easier to fly to New York because we can red eye to New York okay. and then take the first flight down in the morning. Uh, also, flights go through Houston and Miami. Okay. Yeah. So what time what time of the year do you usually visit your sister? Or just I usually visit around, uh, around um, Christmas time. Oh, nice. So I would say the top season there is from late November to March. Right. But so, what's the weather like during Christmas time? Christmas time is, is the Christmas time during uh, in the Caribbean sounds amazing. I just picture yeah. that Corona commercial. So rainy season, hurricane season kind of ends like I would say mid it's late October, but it's still pretty rainy November. Okay. Uh, so December, it's still kind of shoulder season there. It's not high season. So it's a beautiful time to go because it's not loaded with tourists. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you still have great weather. January, February, March, also beautiful weather, a little bit warmer, a lot less rain. Yeah. Uh, that You actually just mentioned something that that's, brings a good question to my mind. So when you travel to all these different places and because travel is so popular now on social media and it's so much easier to show you know different places do you find that tourism is up like where you go or i mean you know i feel like you know cuz you travel so much a lot of like the places off the beaten path so do you not really experience you know heavy tourism places or is it just like crazy travel because you can basically go wherever you want now cuz you see everything now Yeah, I think, you know, certain places have definitely get hit a lot more than others. You know, with social media, people see places advertised so they feel more comfortable in the places that have been advertised most to them. It's like validation. Right. It's Mm -hmm. validation. And so, you know, certainly like Europe gets beaten up during summer, like London, Paris, you know, Italy, France, you know, it's just jammed with with tourists, um, I think finding places that are a little more nascent in their tourist industry but still really want tourists are the be- best places yeah. to go. Did you do a lot of photography while you were there? And if so, like what were, what were your favorite things to photograph? Uh, in the Dominican, I didn't do as much. I did some um, – architectural photography of a high-end hospitality resort. But for me, the DR is my vacation place. Right. Great. And I don't take That's many what of I was those. Hoping. Yeah, yeah. And one of the reasons why we chose this place is, is to include that because I would say 99.9% of the places I go, it's not it's not for like pleasure. Completely There's, for, yeah, pleasure. for right. pleasure. I always have fun when I go there, of yeah. course. But this one is. This one is pretty much primarily rest and relax. Although I do do writing work while I'm there and mm-hmm. it's a great place to relax on the beach. And um, so I do get other things done, but I don't yeah. shoot a lot yeah. there. It sounds How like dare you just go for fun. Right? I know. <laughs> I know. I don't. I always feel like I'm doing something <laughs> right. wrong, but yeah. No, but I mean, you just said you're, you know, your sister stayed there. She's a writer and you do some writing there. It sounds like a very inspiring place, you know, for you to come visit and just like turn off that part of you as far as photography and just relax and enjoy the scene. Yes. Yes. So that's great. That that makes me feel like I need to go on some type of retreat. <laughs> yeah. Really? Somewhere you can find the creative juices. Right. I need to go to the Caribbean for that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know? I think we need a, a work trip. I think so. <laughs> right. Sponsored trip. It's also great, too, there because there isn't – there's enough tourism where it makes it fun, you know, to yeah. be there. There are restaurant options and things. But it's very non-commercialized in another sense. So it's also kind of a detox from that. It's a detox from fast living. Like okay. you're staying usually on the beach or very, very close to the beach. And you're walking the beach every day, you know, to get everywhere. You kind of walk 
along the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just there's a certain relaxation that comes from being there and yeah. not being, you know, inundated with things of the city and noises the and hustle and bustle. And, yeah. Did you do you always do a lot of eating? And what's your favorite? <laughs> What's your favorite? I'm like, so I got, I need the works here. (laughs) How's the food like? And um, do you always discover something new every time you go? Yes. So the food, and and that's one thing um, that's great about having my sister there. She's, you know, she's on the scene. She's the local, yeah. But amazing. I am a huge seafood lover. And so the fish there is out of this world. Um, There are all different types of restaurants. So it's not exclusively seafood. You have Italian restaurants, you know, burger places, you know, everything that you'd kind of want as a tourist. Um, but I find the food there really, really good, particularly the seafood and the Dominican local kind of favorite foods yeah. as well. Do you find it difficult at all to travel within the country? Or is it easy to kind of get around from you know city to city? It is. So the the infrastructure in the DR I wouldn't say is great in terms of road travel. So even things that would be a relatively seemingly small distance kind of take hours and hours. So yeah. to say to get from Cabrete, the north coast, to Santo Domingo, the capital, it's like an eight-hour drive. And the roads there are pretty rough. I mean, so certain... it's, like, it's like L.A. traffic. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Eight yeah. hours. Eight yeah. hours. Right. With bumpy roads. Right. So usually, <laughs> you know, people, it, it's actually easier to kind of fly to certain parts. Um, same thing with like Punta Cana, you wouldn't really go from the north coast down there driving mm-hmm. normally. I mean, in theory you could, but it's not something you would do. Yeah. So smaller trips, like you can go up into the mountains, you can do hikes. There's lots of, you know, different waterfalls and trekking things that you can do in and around the North Coast that are shorter drives. But in terms of like actually mobilizing on the country around car, not something that I recommend. Yeah. It sounds like you always are be, are able to find something new that you love about it every time you go, not just because of your sister, but because, you know, you're discovering something and then you just can't wait to go back. So how often do you visit her or do you visit in general? So I've gone at least once a year and sometimes twice a year. Wonderful. Yeah. And do you always uh, go alone or do you take the family with you? Like, we won't. Her. <laughs> That's a sensitive issue. <laughs> <laughs> We've tried getting the family there. I'm not sure what their uh, reticence is. I think they just think it's it's too far to travel. I mean, uh, it's a different country. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still better than my family is in South Bend, Indiana. Okay. So much yeah. better to go yeah. to the Dominican. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking. <laughs> no, now it just, yeah, I... I don't usually think of Dominican Republic when I think of the Caribbean. So now this, uh, you know, puts my mind in a different state as far as traveling over there. So are you because it's the relaxing part of you and you and it's like mostly beaches. What kind of things do you pack that are specific to this trip to the DR? So this is like one of my easiest packing places, I would yeah, say, like bathing because suits it's bathing suit. Yeah, I mean, this is this is like what carry on only is made for, right? <laughs> right. Um, and especially if you have access, if you're staying, say, at a uh, Airbnb or an apartment rental or something, and you have access to laundry or a, a hotel with laundry service. I mean, it's really just like you need multiple swimsuits or bathing wear, um, beach cover ups, and then just very, very casual. And so you you never need like really dress up clothes. People only really wear flip-flops you never wear heels anywhere Mm -hmm. so it's really i mean this is like the one pair of shoes all you need is really one pair of shoes and just beachwear Mm -hmm. is essentially it for this trip and sunscreen and a hat so for for somebody that's never been to the dominican is there a few things that you like are go-tos like things that you would recommend is it certain restaurants or different you know cuisine or places to go nightlife is there anything you'd recommend for sure 
Well, yes. And the great thing about the North Coast, in particular Cabaret Day, is it, it's quite small. It's yeah. pretty compact. And so there's nothing. It's not like a you have a big checklist of things that you have to do. I mean, you're pretty much at the beach. You're probably going to do some type of beach sport, whether it's you give kiteboarding a try or windsurfing. Um, all the beach bars, all the restaurants are kind of along the same stretch. So it's it's really easy. It's not like you have to go out of your way to find anything. But I would definitely say trying the local food, the fish, the rum, <laughs> going out rum. like Dominican, yeah, rum. yeah, right. rum cocktails, Dominican nightlife. It's funny there; they have like happy hour three times a day. Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean. My goodness, <laughs> it's yes. like happy three day. meals a day. They just yeah. have three happy hours. They have three different happy hours a day. So I think part of it is just that it's like going there to relax. There's also great little trips you can do, like waterfall hikes. Okay, um, you know canyoning and things like that outside of that if you're into more adventure travel you can you know do biking and there's just it whatever you want it can be kind of curated for you are there any safety concerns in the dominican uh, there are but not really so much in that area i mean it's it's what i would say for everything is just you know you know, be cautious. Be cautious at night. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think driving, I, I always say driving anywhere where you don't know where you're going, yeah. <laughs> you know, at night and stuff can be can be a bit dangerous, but especially on like the darker roads there, they're not well lit. And if you're driving between cities, it's just a bit less comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um but not, but not really there. It's it's the Dominican Republic is 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 relatively safe, particularly in that area. Amazing. Is it, you mentioned nightlife, um, and I'm always wondering about that going from, you know, doing the sightseeing during the daytime but what do you uh what's your favorite thing to do at nighttime in the dr the discoteca well it's funny it's like the same stretch of like restaurants and bars and so it's really just you know relaxing by the beach the the okay. evening bars are there there's um usually a couple of places with live music there's karaoke nights there's poker nights there's you know it's there's a little something every night but it's not um, I wouldn't say it's like over the top. Like it's not like discussion. this party party town. It it is. You know, it does. There's it's pretty lively, and there's dancing all night if you want. You know, if you want to do that. That was yeah. Yes, that's yeah. What you're there for. is the right. discussion. I was yeah. waiting. It's there. Yeah, twenty four hour dancing. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely there. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's like the three times a day happy hour. Right. Yeah. I imagine <laughs> anybody <laughs> would be dancing in between. They go hand in hand. Yeah. Right. Uh, are there any challenges to not just getting to the Dominican, but, you know, and this probably can be a question for all your travels, but like with currency exchange or anything like that, like, is there anything, you know, in specific as it relates to the Dominican, but that you just kind of find challenging? I would say, I mean, with the Dominican, because in this particular part, it's it's a pretty small town. Mm-hmm. So like if you're looking for like you want very specific goods you know, it's hard to find that. I mean, there are grocery stores and things, of course, but like if you need like a specific type of something that you're probably not going to find it there so much. Um, I would say in terms of like travelers that it, it definitely appeals to, I would say kind of you know, young people who are a little bit more relaxed in their travel style. I think if you're somebody who only stays at like the Four Seasons and you want a very, very structured travel environment, then this probably isn't the first place I would pick for that, um, although there are places that do cater to that type as well in, in the DR. But this particular coast is it's a little more people who I would say a little bit more freer, want to relax, have a good time, um, aren't like overly concerned with um, needing to be at the highest end hospitality places, if right. that makes sense. Right. Yeah, for sure. That sounds, you know, because I feel like 
people might get intimidated if they're just not knowing, you know, certain places around the DR. And so that's, I mean, that's good well, to yeah, know from so the like, Yes. Are you, are you a fan of like all-inclusive places? Or, no. Yeah. No. No. Because you want to get out. Yeah. You want to yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a, things. there's a time and place for everything. I right. mean, they, and, and all-inclusives are great for certainly people that are traveling with kids or if you're traveling with like extended family and you have to cater a bunch of different types. Um, but for me, I would never stay at an all-inclusive, like by myself traveling just yeah. because it, you know, I like to you. go out. And, and for me, like food's a big part of the trip. So like going to different restaurants, trying different things, um, it, it just it just kind of limits you. But for, for certain types of vacations, they make absolute sense. And, and all-inclusives do have kind of a bad reputation, but that's changing. There are some you know, very high-end, nice ones as well. And they, and they it does make sense for certain places and certain types of travel, but it's not so much my jam. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's like the all-inclusives, they're like, stay here. You <laughs> Do know? not leave. Yes. Yeah, they scare you yeah. of the outside world. <laughs> they do. And so it prevents you from going out and adventuring and seeing the nightlife, the 24-hour dancing right. rate. <laughs> the the things, three happy hours. The enticing stuff. Was there anything that just, you know, really surprised you or took you back about the Dominican? I think I think the biggest thing that surprised me was just how much time I'd spent there. Because as I mentioned, I'm not like a super. I like I love the beach and love looking at it and stuff, but I'm not like somebody who likes to like just hang out just at lay the beach. Out, right. Okay. And I was surprised like how much I just enjoyed being there and how long I wanted to be there. You know, normally a beach trip is kind of a shorter would yes. be something I plan for shorter. And there, the fact that I love going back and. You know, there's a, there's definitely a, a, a strong community there, and so you get to know people, locals, and expats that live there. Um, you have all your favorite restaurants and things, and so it's just it's almost like a second home, and it feels that way the first time you're there. Well, and that's probably why your sister made it her yes, <laughs> yes. So if I wanted to go there, if I wanted a vacation, yeah. you got the hookup, right? I do. Yeah, yeah. You can. I got some connects. That's really great. Um, so as always, we do receive a lot of questions from our listeners about packing. Um, so now for Jill's packing hack. Uh, what is I think I think that's what I needed. A <laughs> um, what is what's a packing hack that you have for your clothing? You know, because I'm I'm throwing my stuff in there and then I'm sh- I'm like literally pushing my my carry on down. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I do do the sit on quite a bit with my carry on <laughs> to get it to close. I <laughs> won't lie. Right. But I, I'm a big fan, and you know there are different schools of thought on this. But I'm a big fan of rolling versus folding. I think you get a lot more in um, the bag that way, and just kind of it also helps you as you're laying things out um, to pack. It just kind of helps you see the density of that item before mm-hmm. you pack it, and and you can kind of see it rolled up and see is, is this worth that much real estate in my luggage. It's very true. So I roll, and I feel like I get a lot more, lot more in that way. I feel like too, it's it, the, the item becomes less wrinkled yes. for some reason when you roll. I don't know if you feel that Definitely. way. Definitely. Uh, I don't always roll my stuff. What do you? Uh, I sometimes I just kind of slap it in, so I might not be the, <laughs> might not be the best person to take advice from. Right, but those packing cubes, rolling it and then right. putting in to Calpac packing cubes, I think is changed my life. It helps. Awesome. Well, Jill, thank you so much again for sharing your Dominican adventures with us. Carry on only. Thanks for listening to Carry On Only, dedicated to inspiring your next global adventure.
Listen to Jill take you around the world in style live every week right here or 24-7 on demand at StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Please remember to like, subscribe, and share. For immediate access to Jill's destination guides, blog, and show notes, please visit JillPater.com. And follow her on Instagram at JillPater.com.